on ABC Radio Melbourne. One of the big issues highlighted by the pandemic is the risks to aged care from workers employed across more than one facility. And we've seen time and time again that people work in multiple sites because they have to make a living, but if there's an outbreak, that can be a disaster. So the government introduced federal grants to fund staff so they don't have to hold multiple jobs, but in Victoria, those grants end today. Professor Kwong Lim is the head of aged care at the Royal Melbourne Hospital. Professor Lim, good morning. Good morning, yes. They, they end today. Is that because we have no community cases and we've done well that we lose these grants? Yeah, I think it's because we no longer designated a hot zone. So, um, yeah, so they've been, um, I guess, intermittently deployed depending on um, case transmissions and risk. So essentially we're being punished for performance uh, I, I wouldn't say that, but I guess it, it is a tricky kind of balance, I guess. Yeah. Does it make sense, though, from, from the point of view of someone like you who's worked in aged care, that you take these grants away when we're doing well and you put them back in when there's a problem? But isn't that a bit like shutting the gate after the horse has bolted? I mean, I, I think the fundamental principle um, of you know, supporting workers so that they don't work across organisations during a pandemic is sound. Um, I mean, I have some sympathy for, you know, for the government in terms of you can't just write a blank cheque continuously. And I think the, I guess my kind of point was that the most important thing was to get everybody vaccinated so that we don't have to um, continually go through this process. Um, but, yeah, I, mean, I think the fundamental principle is if it can be avoided, uh, aged care workers should be employed in a single facility. But, but we know that they're often uh, low paid and that for many of them it, it's a question of financial survival. If it's about vaccine rollout and we're not going to get to uh, you know, 70 or 80 percent or whatever the number is before much later in the year, does it make sense to just keep these grants in place just until we get to enough people being vaccinated? I, I think the fundamental principle of keeping people uh, employed in particular facilities is very sound. So, yes, you know, I would agree that um, the grants would support that. Um, I think the, um, I guess some of the larger uh, aged care groups also have a responsibility in rostering so that um, workers are not deployed across multiple facilities. I think that's also within their, I guess, remit. So, and I'm sure they're doing it as well. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a very difficult issue. The grants, though, have they been a game-changer? I think they've made a big difference in, in outbreaks. So I think um, it's so important um, to keep workers in particular facilities because we know how infectious the, um, uh, particularly the current variant is. And we've also learned a, a lot over the last 12 months in terms of, you know, the infectiousness of the um of the virus as well as its um, ability to spread in an aerosolized manner. So I, I don't think these things were as well known earlier on in the pandemic. Um, I still remember earlier on, you know, we had these um, these rules of um, if you saw a COVID patient for less than 15 minutes, then you're much less likely to be infected. But we now know a lot of these rules that we thought were relevant at the start of the pandemic no longer apply. So I think, you know, it's obviously an evolution uh, in terms of learning about the condition and, um, and the risk of the virus. 
And you mentioned rostering. What is it about the sector that has made working across facilities so common? Yes, as, as we all know, there is a, there's the issue of, of being low paid and, and maybe needing more than one job, but why not just give longer shifts to fewer people? I presume um, there are also issues of, um, you know, that people get paid more on weekends. So I presume people seek out um, certain shifts uh, that are better paid. Um, also, when there's sick leave, um, you know, locums, uh, you use locums a lot, and sometimes you replace staff from other facilities uh, when when there's sick leave or you, or you short staff. So I think the whole... I mean, the whole area is difficult. It's not, as you mentioned, it's not well paid. It's not an attractive job for a lot of people. Um, so it's very difficult. I, you know, I don't think there's an easy kind of one-size-fits-all solution. Do you think, though, that now these grants, uh, they finish today because we're no longer a hotspot, is that going to lead to people returning to multiple workplaces because that funding's not there to support them staying in a single facility? I mean, I guess that is a risk. Um, and I certainly don't think we're completely out of the um, uh, out of the woods um, with the outbreak in Sydney. I think, you know, um, I guess the assumption that one state is an island um, has, has not been, um, has certainly caused us problems previously. So I do think that currently there's the risk in terms of workers moving between organisations or facilities. Have you spoken to the federal government or have you recommended that they keep this grant in place? Uh, uh, I'm not in that, uh, Ellie, I'm not, not quite as eminent enough to, <laughs> or influential enough to, <laughs> to to change policies or protocols. Yeah. Well, you're very, you're very humble, <laughs> but you would hope, and they do say they listen to the public health advice. So uh, you, you'd have to think, given the risks that we've faced in the past, that uh, doing anything that we can to reduce the risk before we have another outbreak makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's true. Well, Professor Lim, thank you so much for joining us. I know you have to go and do your rounds because you are incredibly important at the Royal Melbourne Hospital. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thank you very much. Professor Kwong Lim there, the Head of Aged Care at the Royal Melbourne Hospital, and we have contacted the Federal Health Minister uh, for some comment about the end of this grant. We're yet to hear back. I wonder what you think. I've got one text here saying aged care workers should have job security to one place. Hey,